that time when we say good morning to our market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Hello! Now, just looking at what's going on around us, Asian stocks rose, the dollar weakened, and all of this before remarks by the Federal Reserve's uh, Janet Yellen, your favorite person. <laughs> Tell us what's going on here. In actual fact, I was very fortunate yesterday, Shakira, we had, we had two people that I love very much actually having a chat. You know, it was Janet Yellen, and then we had also the IMF uh, uh, president, uh, which is uh, Christine Lagarde, also talking about the fact that obviously she's not in support of uh, Britain leaving the EU. But most importantly, um, what Janet Yellen is supposed to be giving direction into uh, whether or not um, they are going to be cutting down on rates further this year, and obviously uh, increasing rates in actual fact. But obviously that has had a, uh, a phenomenal uh, uh, impact on what happens in the equity markets. We've seen the European markets as well, uh, very, very positive. And then we see the MSCI Asia Pacific early this morning looking very strong, uh, picking up from its lows. Uh, if you go back to um, early April, you'll see that that was the last peak that we saw of this kind. And then obviously going closer and closer towards uh, the middle of June, we had some little bit of a spike uh, just around the 15th, 16th, and then now we are back again, and it's looking very, very positive. Uh, global equities have rebounded from one-month lows. Uh, we saw that on Thursday, as we indicated that the growing probability of the UK will stay in the EU um, and in this week's referendum. So we're looking to see how that's going to be. So, you know, do you know what they're calling it? They're calling it a, there's a Brexit, and then there's a Bremain, Bremain, Bremain. Nice one there. But, but, you know, that, of course, has factored into many um, uh, decisions, uh, financial decisions. But Britain stocks, that has advanced the most since February. That is quite interesting. In actual fact, if you go back and you look at the stocks themselves, uh, the markets, specifically the financial markets, I'm looking at companies uh, like your financial banks, uh, such as your, uh, your Lloyd's TSB, for example, Looking very, very strong. If you look at Royal Bank of Scotland, also looking very strong, up 7% so far on the FTSE, and the FTSE itself is up by about 3%, which is quite phenomenal. What is the relationship between these markets and what's happening uh, in and around the Eurozone is the fact that most of the troubles that we saw at, at the beginning of last year have similarly come out to, to end of the cyclical period that we expected them to. So what has happened is we've seen uh, the likes of the pigs, for example. We've seen the likes of Portugal come back strongly. They seem to be on the right track. We've seen the likes of uh, Ireland and uh, Italy coming back very strongly, especially in the manufacturing sector side and the raw material side. You look at the, uh, the metals that have um, the steel, steel uh, operations in Italy, which have been very, very strong of late. And also very, very interesting uh, to watch as well that the com- country that we've been watching very closely, which is your Greece, uh, which similarly as well is looking rather better than it was uh, a couple of months ago. All these obviously are bringing back sentiment back into the market, and they're looking very, very strong. It's quite an interesting time to be uh, participating in the British uh, stock exchange, uh, the British stocks uh, at this present moment. Looking at the London uh, stock exchange itself, very, very active in terms of uh, the fact that it's updated. 33% for the, uh, for the last two quarters. So uh, it's a very, very interesting time to be participating in those markets. And you have to look at the property side especially, which has looked very, very strong.
Mm. And of course, all of this talk about Brexit and that referendum coming up later this week, that didn't scare Chinese home buyers, though. Chinese markets, Shakira, Chinese buyers coming very hard. Uh, within the Eurozone, but specifically in the UK, buying property. Like I've just mentioned, the property market has been doing relatively well. The yields have been going on strong. And if you look at the bonds, the long-term bond yields, uh, they've increased quite significantly. And so that has spurred a lot of interest as well back into the property market. And it doesn't matter, natural fact, which property sector you look at. Uh, some guys are looking at it, property as an asset class in its totality. Some of them look at the retail space. And some of them look at the commercial side of the property. So all these are still really, really doing relatively well. Uncertainty surrounding aluminum Brexit votes hasn't spooked mainland, mainland China's buyers. One of the biggest drivers of the UK home prices this year. Um, and this is as well as you take into consideration some of the big companies, some of the big giants, uh, the UK property giants, who also record a loss of Chinese buyers who have been coming through and buying a lot of properties, especially hotels and uh, uh, resorts and, uh, uh, and casinos within the UK. So for a lot of Chinese consumers, this is a long-term game, uh, looking to buy an apartment or for their kids to go to university. Uh, so potentially uh, they are less worried about what is going to happen with this Brexit or Bremain, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so quite exciting time for the Chinese market. But it just shows you how much cash flow they've got as well, Sakina, and the liquidity that they have, the access to cash that they have to be able to buy this rather sometimes expensive uh, uh, taste of tea when it comes to property. Well, that's where we're going to leave it for this morning. We'll chat to you again tomorrow. Our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela.